0: It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on SiriusXM Patriot. Then we'll transition right now to the former mayor of New York City, the one and only Rudy Giuliani, uh, who joins me now to talk about this suspension of his law license. And uh, as Doug mentioned, there was the raid, but the targeting of, uh, of Rudy that's been going on. Rudy, good morning. How are you, Rudy I'm
1: fine. How are you, David? Good
0: to talk to you. Good to have you here, and, you know, kind of a nice transition. Doug Burns, who you know and whose father you worked with. Uh, you his heard father his comments was my there. My
1: the Deputy Attorney General of the United States. His father was yeah. also the chairman of my first campaign for mayor.
0: Yeah, you guys have a good tie there. Yeah, Unfortunately, the, we're the talking about a great, bad story here. So, great uh, man. But, yeah. So, look, let's get right to it, Rudy, and I sure. want you to lay this out. What happened? I, you know, first we had, you know, the dawn raid, to you know, the, the setup, as I call it. Now the vote to temporarily suspend your law license. First, just your reaction and
1: what happened? Well, let's stick with the law license for for a second. The The whole basis for that is that I'm supposedly a danger because I have said that the election uh, was fraudulent or parts of the election were fraudulent or, uh, and that I've continued to say that over a six- or seven-month period. And therefore, you can only suspend a lawyer's license in New York if you can show two things. One, that they made grossly false statements, and two, if they are a danger. So let's get to the danger first. Let's assume I made grossly false statements for seven months. Nothing has happened. I'm not a danger. What am I a danger to? These are all statements made after January 6th, so it doesn't relate to whatever happened on January 6th. These are all statements made in February and March and April and May, and they exaggerate the number, but even if the number is exaggerated, has there been a riot, Uh, a protest, Uh, a firecracker? (laughs) Nothing has happened as a result of my words, So they're making the danger up. They're just making it up. They can't even cite the danger. I mean, it's pathetic. Then the second part, am I telling the truth? They don't bother to look at any of my affidavits. They just conclude that my affidavits are false because uh, I didn't present them. Well, here's here's what they leave out. I have over 300 affidavits. The lawyers who represent me, who do these cases day in and day out, said you never present the affidavits. You present the facts, and then you say, if you want to see any of these affidavits, we'll make them available. The judges dishonestly do not describe that I said that. They make it appear as if I'm hiding these affidavits. I'm anxious for them to read it. I offered it to them. You would think if they had a question with my credibility, After all, I have been a lawyer for 50 years without ever a single mark of any kind. Before they concluded, I wasn't telling the truth. If I say there's an affidavit, they'd say, could we please look at the affidavit? Then they would find out that they just lied about me because I'm telling the truth. Everything I have, David, is backed up by a witness. I wasn't saying things that I was making up. I was saying things that witnesses were saying to me that almost every judge in this country has been afraid to put on the witness stand, not just in my cases, in the 50 other cases, I don't know what it is. Judges have hearings all the time. They will not listen to a single witness who's willing to testify that they cheated in the election with regard to helping Biden and hurting Trump. I have numerous witnesses like that. So do other people. Not a single one has ever made it on a witness stand in a court. So it,
0: the refusal to test the veracity of the affidavits or the individuals who've come forward—you've uh, had you had a Democrat county official in Michigan in one case. There are numerous others. The the refusal to test the veracity of what you have is that part of a larger strategy and tactic I to say know. it never
1: happened. I can't I can't for the life of me figure out how an intellectually honest judge would accuse any lawyer of lying when the lawyer says. I have affidavits, and not only do we say we have affidavits, we we put them in footnotes. In other words, we show the affidavits of the particular statement. Before I accused a lawyer of lying and suspended him, I would call his lawyer, and my lawyer happens to be a former judge on that court, so they shouldn't feel uncomfortable doing that. I'd call my lawyer and say, could you show me the affidavit? I want to see if Giuliani is lying. Well, maybe he's actually telling the truth. Maybe this out of his mind, crazy Trump syndrome, sick guy who brought this case is misleading us. And he is. Uh, I gave three different numbers, for example, for the number of dead people that voted in Georgia. Why did I give three different numbers? Because they're all estimates. I don't know exactly how many dead people uh, voted in Georgia. Georgia has refused consistently to ever, ever show a list of who voted, which is a pretty incriminating just to start with. But how do I know? What I did do was I employed experts who did investigations based on the investigations, which they've been doing in election cases for 20 years, by the way. They made estimates, and the estimates were somewhat different. And then I was able to prove that about 785 dead people voted because on, on those, we had enough time to actually find out from their families that they voted or find out from their families that they were dead. We were able to find out from uh, friendly political people that they voted. And then we got the, we got the actual death certificate. Remember, we only had two months to put this together. We didn't have, we didn't have forever.
0: Well, that's an amazing amount in just two months. My guest, uh, Rudy Giuliani, uh, and uh, let's get back to the suspension and process. You know, Rudy, you and I have known each other a long time, and we both believe in due process for everyone. And it's something you've stood for. Uh, According to Alan Dershowitz, uh, well-respected across the spectrum when it comes to the legal field as well, uh, due process was not afforded you. And like you said, they didn't hear your affidavits. They didn't take a chance. They didn't look at anything. But ethics and due process, what's the next step for you uh, to, to deal with this issue? And does this end up going to the Supreme Court potentially?
1: I think it has to look. I probably shouldn't say this. My lawyers are going to get all upset, but it's just the reality of things. And the reality is that the five judges I had of five Democrats, please understand how they become judges. They're appointed by the county leaders of the Democratic Party, and then they get voted on. If they ever want to move up in that system, they better not write an opinion that's friendly to Rudy Giuliani or Donald Trump. You, you think uh, Andrew Cuomo would ever appoint them to a higher court if they all of a sudden wrote an opinion, which is the truth, that the, that the grievance committee's uh, case against me is a pack of lies that's put together by a group of uh, angry, vicious Democrats who are no better than Mueller's people? I mean, uh, uh, maybe, maybe somebody wants to dispute whether it's outcome determinative. Does anybody really doubt there was fraud in the last election? You really think I'm lying when I'm saying that? I mean, if I tell you there was fraud in Pennsylvania, you're going to yawn, right? I just told you what you know for the last 50 years. I mean, there's fraud in New York? Gosh, every election I was ever in there was fraud in New York. I have witnesses... I have uh, three women in Michigan that will come in and tell you how they saw the ballots remarked. I have a witness in Georgia who will tell you that the paper, that the paper that the ballots was on was different than the paper than uh, was given out by the state. I have another witness who will say that a numerous, numerous documents were on paper that appeared not to be official paper, and it was Pretty much no question in their mind that it was marked by a machine and it was all Biden. I have a calculation in Pennsylvania where I'm going to be a little off now, but we're not in court, but this is pretty close to it. There were something like 142,000 votes for Biden and 3,000 votes for Trump in one period of time when they had to catch Biden up. That's impossible. Impo- I mean, he didn't get less than 1% anywhere. That's an, actually, totally impossible. That, that couldn't happen. The people there said all, the, all they saw were uh, Biden ballots coming in, uh, in one case, in, in a wheelbarrow. Now, the, now, everything I'm just saying to you, I guess I don't know if it's true or not. What I do know is there are people who are willing to go on oath and say that happened. That's what I do as a lawyer. I get witnesses. I I tend to believe it because I have so many witnesses telling me the same thing. When a guy in Pennsylvania tells me he was put behind a a wire fence and not allowed to look at the ballots, where for 20 years he's been a ballot watcher, and there's never any problem to looking at the ballots, and then the guy in Pittsburgh tells me the same thing, and the guy in Detroit tells me the same thing, and the guy in Phoenix, Arizona tells me, and the guy in Atlanta tells me the same thing, Uh, excuse me if I don't think there's a conspiracy. How do they all come up with the same darn idea?
0: Well, I mean, oh, you God. know, I'm I'm no lawyer and I'm certainly no Rudy Giuliani, but you and Doug and a few others have taught me about consciousness of guilt or follow the patterns, and things seem to certainly follow the yeah, patterns I mean, here.
1: I just used the same skills that I used in putting <laughs> Boski in prison and and uh, fat Tony Salerno and two Nazis and I follow the same skills that I followed in investigating crime. Nothing special. When I when I see a pattern in five different states, it turns out to be exactly the same in order to prevent people from legally observing ballots. Because in every one of those states, you have a right to see the ballot. In every one of those states, they would denied the right to see the ballot. In every one of those states, it was the same method that was used. I tend to think those Democratic leaders talk to each other. They didn't all independently come up with the idea for the first time in American history to put up barricades so that when I went to be a poll watcher, I'm, I'm 20 feet away and I can't see the Don ballot. I mean, I, I was a poll watcher several times. I would have gone crazy if they put me behind a barrier 20 feet away. We did go crazy and a crooked judge in uh, Philadelphia told us we had no right to see it, even though the law says we do. And then when we finally did get one from a judge, The sheriff wouldn't enforce it. David, they picked crooked cities to do it in. New York is a crooked city, but they didn't have to cheat in New York. Chicago is a crooked city. They have to cheat there. But Philadelphia's no better. Chicago's, I mean, uh, Detroit's no better. Atlanta could be the most crooked of all. Yeah,
0: we'll see what so we plays out in those audits down there as well. Uh, you know, we, we've got a long way to go in this fight, Rudy. And oh, know, the people do. in this country I, I are concerned know, I, I'm about so, the system. I'm
1: so, I'm so disappointed for America because this should not happen in our legal system. If they, if they want to dispute what I'm saying and fight it out in court, fine. But to first of all, the U.S. Attorney's Office is kind of in search of a crime. They can't figure out what I did because I didn't do anything wrong. So they go from one thing to another. Now they're harassing my clients. They're going to visit my clients and just ask them questions about things that have nothing to do with me. Uh, This is a concerted effort to keep me quiet and to shut me up. I do believe because big things are going to come out in Arizona and in Georgia. And they'd like to have Trump's mouth shut and they'd like to have my mouth shut because they figure we do the most damage.
0: And, you know, I don't think it's going to work. And I'll tell you, Rudy, as you know, I was out in Cleveland this weekend or the Lorain County Fairgrounds. The president's back on the trail. I I know they're not going to silence you no matter what. They certainly will never silence you on this show or anywhere else. Uh, But this is a time for America to speak up. And if we don't speak up now, stand up, get out there and get in this fight. Everyone, not just you. Uh, the former president, myself, and others, if we all don't get in this, this country is headed down a dangerous, dark path?
1: Oh, my goodness, yes. Oh, my goodness, yes. I mean, this could happen to anybody they decide is in their way. And when you look at the things they're doing to conservatives already, and um, it's really, I mean, it's very dangerous. I mean, this has, has, you don't want to, you don't want to, be an alarmist but this has things that are similar to uh, a communist country or or a socialist country where they become dictators if you don't if you don't say what they want you to say exactly the way they want you to say it first of all they take you off all the social media so you can't 85 million people 85 million people would like to hear trump and they close him out i mean that's this, there's got to be something wrong with that in a country that guarantees free speech. Yeah, well, we will That, to that fight probably with... was one of the worst deprivations of free speech in the history of this country.
0: We have to fight it, my friend. I know you will. I know you will not be oh, silenced on this no matter how much they come after you. And uh... we, will.
1: we will fight <laughs> No, no doubt about it there's no choice and i feel you know i also feel like i'm fighting for a principle not just for myself and then you always fight harder when that's the case
0: and i know you do and i know you will i uh, look we'll keep following this you you let us well, know when you, you need to keep getting that, that word much. out and uh and then also we'll keep your son busy was you know Andrew, yeah, andrew's no, got a big he's, battle he's, ahead
1: he's, of he's, he's doing great he's doing just great all Got right. Off to a good start,
0: Rudy. Great talking to you. Take it Thank easy you. and have Thank a good day. Thank you, David. Talk and, to you uh, very in soon. spite of all of this, I know you're fighting, and I'll be right there <laughs> with you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. All right, Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of New York, and attorney, former attorney for the president. You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, nine to noon east, on SiriusXM Patriot. 125.